Hey you, yee you, click the subscribe button. You are listening to the Ill-Advised Wise Guys podcast, starring Uche and QDZ. Yo, 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 We are the Ill-Advised Wise Guys, your boy Uche, got my boy. QDZ. It's easy. It's way too easy. Uh... Shout out to Autumn Cicadezies falling on the ground, man. I had to sweep up so many the other day. It's disgusting. You know, the thing at the same, what disgusted me even more about the cicadas is I would look them in the eyes. They kind of look like crawfish. So I'm like, yo. Big ass eyes too. They look like crawfish, man. I I don't know if I can eat crawfish at our annual barbecue, bro. After seeing Autumn Cicadas. Hey, hey, looky here. I will never forget the day. Shout out to shout out to Anderson. I don't know if you're watching this. Uh, we grew up together. I'll never forget the day this man took a cicada off the tree because we dared him. He wouldn't eat it. He ate the freaking cicada off That's- the tree because we dared him to do it. I said, "Bro, are you cra- are you crazy? You actually." And what, why in God's name, he didn't even, we didn't even give him no money. Like this wasn't even a serious bet. It's, it's almost like he wanted to do it. It's, I don't know, man. Probably eaten it before. Maybe he thought it was a crawfish. Crawfish, maybe. Yeah, I don't know, man. She's like, I've, I've eaten worse. Shout out your know. boy, uh, Ando. Yeah, nah, shout out to Ando. Um, this is episode 101, 101. Oh, 101, 101. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 101. One on one. Hey, listen. How about um, how about just the fact that uh, we've now entered into the, the triple digits, right? I know we did that on the last episode, but damn, bro, like it might be it's a mouthful saying one on one, one oh one oh eight. Like that's different. It just sounds different to me. Like it sounds. I, fake. I don't know. It doesn't sound real, right? It sounds fake. Like you're. Oh yeah, episode one oh five. Like damn, y'all did one hundred and five episodes. Right. It makes it seem like you 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 were doing it since you were ten. No, we weren't. We just very consistent people. Consistency is one of the traits every human being should strive to be. Consistent. Exactly. Shout out to everybody that's tuning in right now. Whether you're listening to this on uh, YouTube, you know, hopefully you're subscribed. If not, hit that subscribe button, like the video, share with your people. If you're listening to this, listening to this on uh, any other, you know, platform, audio wise, you know, same thing. Leave us a review and share it with your friends. Listen, the best thing y'all can do for us is just simply share the video because you know what happens when you share the episode, it goes to somebody else, and you know what that happens when that 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 episode goes to somebody else. It's like a it's like a domino effect. Okay, like we're not asking for anything other than just to hit the share button and share it with somebody that you that you trust. That actually sounds very good. Domino's, Domino's tonight might be good with a little garlic crust. Oh yeah, Do- it does. Domino's got it does. one of the best crust pizza crusts. You can hashtag me all you want, at Look. me, whatever the hell these kids are doing out there. Domino's has the best crust out of all of them. Look, look, I had I had pizza for breakfast this morning. Uh, no, you shout didn't. out to the. I really You're did. You a liar? You're a liar. I, I swear to God, that's, cold that's pizza. Fine. Or did you? No, I warmed it. it. I warmed it up, but it's, okay. I still had pizza for breakfast. You know, white 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 people white people talk about cold pizza. They're like, oh, hey, cold pizza is the greatest. I cold pizza is not like, bad. It's not bad. No, it's cold it's pizza? not as bad as it's. See, people like you who what make does it that seem even like it's mean? 
What do you mean? What does it you mean? Just it's obvious. Eat the pizza cold. Duh. What do you mean, duh? Like that's something that that that's what that's I what cold fathom, pizza means. I can fathom tasting good. How can that taste good? No, I, I've, tried, I've eaten cold pizza before. It's it's. I don't get it. Okay, that's fine. Listen, it's one thing to say I don't like it. It's another thing to ask me what does cold pizza mean. You know what no, cold pizza means. Cold pizza means cold it. pizza. Stupid. It has to be something else. It has to be something else to it. Maybe like they put whipped cream on the pizza or something. I don't know. I don't know. But what, I, what I ate does not taste like anything that's, that that should have a name after it. There, there Yo, was a hey, TV show named after it. It was. It was. That it is was. formally first take is formally called cold pizza. It, that's true. That's very true. Trivia for the people, trivia. man. Uh, you know, you're not getting paid for, for doing trivia for the people. But no, that is right. You're 100% right. I don't understand it. I do want to know, though, because as, as vehemently against you are, uh, or sorry, against cold pizza as you are, I want to know what people think. Because I've really never had a combo with people as far as, like, whether or not they eat cold pizza or not. I want to hear never heard, Like I said, I've never heard a black person say, I look forward to cold pizza. Never. Well, you didn't. You didn't hear that from me. I didn't say I look forward to it. But you I said I said it's pretty decent. Like it's I not as bad as you I, I make it seem. Hey, listen. I say cold pizza, but then I would get why like somebody wouldn't eat peanut butter soup. <laughs> like, hey, do you? You know, in the African families over here cooking peanut butter soup, talk about you want some peanut butter soup. Why would that? St- how is that appetizing? Peanut butter soup? Hey, that's just it's so good, man. That's it's just so left. good. Fuck out of here. Nah, they don't know what they're talking about. Whoever, Seven up whoever... cake. <laughs> that's not an African dish. It's not an African dish. But I'm saying Why the hell you try to cake. you try to say it like hey, seven seven up case? <laughs> <laughs> You just try. You just try to throw an accent on there for no reason. Yo, man. Hey, man. Hey, it is what it is, man. Hey, by the way, yo, what's up? Uh, t- kind of pivoting. I had to say this. I know I said this offline, but I have to reiterate, guys, ladies, and gentlemen. Bill Cosby has been in jail for three years now. Like, has it hit anybody that Bill Cosby has done more time than Gucci Mane? Bill Cosby, the lovable father, the one that was telling people to be great fathers, pull your pants up, is in jail currently. He is on the next season of Locked Up Abroad. Bill Cosby. Look, brother, look, here's the thing. F F who he is. F his name. Forget about all of that. Look at what he was convicted of. That's a problem. All right, you can't go around drugging people, period, and having I, se- involuntary I, sex with them. All right, if you said, I don't give if a fuck you if said, you. I don't care if you're Gandhi. If I don't care said, who you are. If you do that, you deserve to go to jail. Straight if up. you said twenty years ago, if you asked me twenty, if you told me twenty years ago, Bill Cosby would be doing time, he would be in jail. Just <laughs> yesterday, Bill Cosby was denied parole. <laughs> like. Yeah, 20 yeah, years yeah. ago, I was like, Bill Cosby, yeah, okay, stop playing around, man. I mean, stop playing, dog. Like, Bill Cosby ain't in jail. What you talking about? He's been in jail for three years. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Anybody. No, you know, the, true. You know true. the term everybody says, uh, you can be anything you want in this world? Yeah. Because people are becoming anything that they, they, they could be in this world. 
including jailbirds. Oh, boy. Listen, it's not something to laugh about. I really don't want to laugh at the fact that Bill Cosby has been in jail for this long. He is in jail as we speak. It is very it's very shocking that the man is still in jail. I told you this offline. I think he's going to I think he's going to get out probably within the next year. Like, I, I don't think he's going to he's not going to serve his entire sentence of 10 years. He's not. I don't believe it. Bill Cosby is a convicted felon. Bill Cosby is going to show yeah. up in the sexual you know, that database with like sexual predator database yep, yep. that they have around Bill Cosby is mm. going to show up in that. It just hit me. I mean, I don't I don't have an opinion on it. I'm just I just it just hit me like how crazy this world is and how like things just change as we grow up. True. Things are, hey, man. It's hard to predict this world. Listen, at the end of the day, man, the moral of that story is stop stop being sexual deviants, guys and girls. All right? Volunt- willingly have consensual relations with your partner. It's cool. Stop doing shit against people's will. All right? That's what's, that's what that's what's going to get you caught up. Period. E- either that or tell your doctor to lower your testosterone levels. You can do that. <laughs> <laughs> that could be done for you. You think that would help? You think it'll help turn dudes? Of course it'll help. Turn turn, the, turn off your li- li- libido. L- libido level. <laughs> turn down your libido levels. Just, yeah. just a notch. <clears throat> on 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 that note, I, I don't want to talk about Bill Cosby no more, man. Let's let's actually start the show, bro. I don't. I don't. Uh, so let's let's <laughs> Hey, Bill Cosby was chalking trash about all these rappers. So I'm gonna pull your pants up and stop saying the n word. Hey, he he's related to music, man. That's why we brought him. That's up. true. He did. He was Bill Cosby was related to music. Bill Cosby. It's crazy, right, man. Let's let's jump right into this. So, sh- shall we start the show? I, I believe it's that time. I think so. All right, man. Let's let's do that, man. So, uh, DMX, man, DMX, the 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 legend himself. You know, rest in peace to DMX. He uh, he and his team uh, put out that I guess I would say highly anticipated project, posthumous project that uh, that just came out called Exodus. Um, you know, we've seen people like Swiss Beats go on press runs trying to promote the album. I don't know if you've seen that. I've seen interviews with him on the Breakfast Club, different places. Um, kind of breaking down the meaning of the album and just days leading up to his his untimely uh, demise and death. But um, Q, uh, I haven't spoken to you in depth about this project. I know we touched on it very briefly. What were your first? I, I want to know first and foremost, like, did you have any expectations? Number one for this project, uh, with this being supposedly his final album. And then secondly, what did you actually think of the of the album itself when you did hear it? Um, great questions, brother, as usual. Very good questions. So DMX, DMX was not rapping. Well, let me not say he was not rapping. DMX was not putting out music as consistently as uh, other artists. Uh, I, if, if I recall, I don't know the last album he put out. If you could even look that up and let me know about that, which, but it has to be at least five years ago. Yeah, I'm looking um, it up right now. So, but there was, they were talking about, you know, DMX was, was, was in the lab uh, these last couple of months. And, you know, just to be completely honest with you, I didn't think that he, he, he was that great a rapper these last couple of years. Um, 
by the way, his by the way, his last project came out 2017. It was called Dog Eats Rabbit in parentheses Black Burner versus DMX. I never even heard of his project. Um, what about that? Then, what was before that? And then the one right before that was in 2015 called Redemption of the Beast. Never heard of it, didn't listen to it. Okay. So you, like you want me, me to keep going? I think the one that you actually remember is probably undisputed in 2012. I remember undisputed. I remember undisputed. But yeah, I mean DMX, I I I stopped associating DMX's name to music these last couple of years. He's more of a reality star, um, legendary guy who already has his uh his spot in our 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 hip hop top five list. Um but so I wasn't really my expectations for DMX as a rapper were very low. I'm not gonna lie. Um, with that being said, this album it exceeded expectations for me from a music standpoint. I thought it was really really well put together. Very similar to how Pop Smoke's album was put together. Very well put together. Um, choppy, you know, uh, a splash of nostalgia. nostalgia a splash of new school music um, features that DMX would work with on some features. He wouldn't like I, I DMX and money bag. Yo, what, what were they thinking? That, money bag. Yo, and DMX on the same song. That does not make any sense. Mathematically, logistically, yeah, but anyway, I'm, I'm with you um, on that. By, the, by the way, I do want to interject supposedly uh, and not even supposedly because this was I saw the interview with Swiss Beats. He said that Pop Smoke was supposed to be on that song. Oh, that yeah. makes more sense. That, that yep. yeah, that that because yeah, that didn't make sense. I mean, DMX and Bono, uh, the great Bono. I mean, it, it's it's it was just a mixture of a little bit of his old school stuff too. Like I thought the best song on the album was "That's My Dog," the very first song with the locks, and that's because it gave me authentic. DMX, Rough Riders, Swiss Beats, Deluxe, Phils. Um, but then like for every That's My Dog, there was like uh, Skyscrapers or Bono, which I, I think is a good song, but I'm like, that doesn't sound like a stereotypical DMX song. Um, but what I will say that's glaring about the album is um, if you just take away the way DMX raps, because I, 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 I really, yes, I, 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 I try to say this in a nice way. I don't think he is a good rapper on this album. He does not put up good rap performances on this album. Like his flows are choppy. Um, he doesn't necessarily um, fill out the songs. Like whoever put the songs together, I don't think they matched his intensity to the song that he was on. And then, um, you know, like it's, it's, it kind of just sounds erratic, but what I love about it is he shows a lot of emotion on the verses. He gets to talk about some demons that he was battling. Um, he gets to talk about his health, his mental health. He talks about his son. He talks about being better people. So I, I thought that was dope. Um, all in all, it was a great experience. The album was a great experience. Um, I know people are going to trash it because it's not the old DMX. We were never going to get that, but I do think it it felt like a good closing chapter to a career that is very underrated and um, 
uh, a career that I thought was very impactful. Yeah. Um, so as far as grading, I mean, what would you actually give this album as far as grade wise? I would give it a C. I would give it a okay. C. I don't think it's bad. I mean, I, I, I think his, I reiterate, I think his rapping performances were mm. bad. Um, and I think that's mainly because they they put him on songs that it just did not fit. Like it just did not make sense for him to be on. But I think the way it was structured, put together, I think was pretty pretty decent, respectable, very respectable. Okay. No, I I, I feel where you're coming from with a C. Um, I think that's a respectful that's a respectful grade. And all the stuff you said, I think I'm I'm on par with that. Like. I'm 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 gonna start with my grade. I, I would actually give this about a C plus. Reason why I give this a C plus is because, and hopefully that this doesn't sound blasphemous. As far as the music that I've been accustomed to across, you know, across along DMX's career, I should say, this is up there as far as the musicality. You know, like it's up there. It might be number one actually. Like if we if we really getting into just the songs themselves and how they sounded, how they sounded mixed and how grand the sounds, the songs uh, sounded. Like, for example, you, you talked about skyscrapers with, with Bono. While I'm with you, I'm with you on that. Like, I feel you, that's kind of out of the DMX realm. Like we're not used to hearing him on over those types of songs that sound like they should be played at festivals, like white people festivals. Uh, Bro, like I still like the song though. Like I thought it's a good it was song. still a good song. Like even, it, but I, I, I hear some of your points though. One thing I want to say is that I'm, I'm actually glad I watched in the interview with uh, Swiss Beats. It put a lot of things in perspective for me. For example, when you talk about the verses kind of just sounding choppy, one thing that he Swiss Beats said was that DMX was actually in the booth creating all of these songs in real time they didn't put they didn't really they didn't do what they did with pop smoke's album where after he died they just crafted together a bunch of shit and verse here over that beat and that apparently dmx was part of the entire process so that makes me happy that doesn't actually mean that the shit was every song was great but still i'm glad he actually played a part in selecting verses over which beats and all that other stuff that's important to me Uh, i'm sure that was important to him as well some of the songs that really stood out to me, I think you you talked about one of them. That's my dog. Oh man, nostalgic. I th- I actually thought Sheik Luch put up a a, a a great verse, great verse. I lo- I really like that Sheik verse, um, as well as all of them. But the Sheik one to me, I really like the most. Um, that's the really the only one that had nostalgic vibes, right? You, I mean, you if you really get into it, like. Even bath salts with Jay Z and DM, uh, Jay Z and Nas, I, I just Jay Z no. and Nas when they look like, up. No, I, mean, man. I, I, I put them, no. I put them they, as top five songs, but like they, they no, they do mid songs. Listen, no, they do mid songs. That together. song is not it. Period. Yeah, I don't yeah. care, man. I'm, and we actually need to start saying that more loudly, not to be disrespectful, but to really just put it in perspective. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just needs to be said. But uh, other than other than that, some other joints that stood out to me were, uh, I talked about skyscrapers. I really liked the joint "Hold Hold Me Down" with, with Alicia Keys. That was cool. Um, Letter to my son. I talked about that joint offline, man. That 
emotional song, bro. Like brought tears to my eyes. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's it was one of those. I feel like he knew exactly what he was trying to get at with that song. And my biggest thing is I hope his son called him. <laughs> yo, I swear, yo, I hope his son called him, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it, it was tough to hear a, a, a father have regrets like that. You know what I'm saying? And just be pleading for his son to just give him a call. I really hope his son actually, you know, followed through with that and he got a chance to really call him before he died. But um, all in all, though, like I said before, man, this to me is up there as far as DMX, mus- musically speaking, like the way this, the album sounded. I think it's up there. I think it's actually one of his better ones. Do I think it's his best album? No. But I think musically speaking, it's up there. It's one of his best. Now, I know that probably doesn't make sense because why wouldn't an album that's more musically uh, diverse and just advanced be better than some of his more earlier, or some of his earlier projects? Well, I think it's just because if you just look at the times that we were in during Flesh of My Flesh, you know, uh, Grand Champion, you know what I'm saying? Like, them joints just had... Sorry, it's Dark and Hell is High is the one I really wanted to say. I think you're... Um, what's up? I, I was going to say, I think you're very wrong with that take, but... <laughs> Which take? I respect it. Which take? The take Explain. about this is being one of his best musically... Bro, it is. Not. I mean, you... It is, you, dog. It's not. It's not. It's not. It, it's, it actually it is. Dark and Hell is let, High. Let me, let me, let is, me, let me explain. Let me explain, because I didn't get, I didn't even make the punchline. You jumped in before I even actually made the point. There's no way you can go, but go ahead. There's no Conce- angle you can take. <laughs> no, here, no, it is. It, this is very simple. Okay. Conceptually, he's put out way better projects. Conceptually, those first two albums conceptually are by far better than this this new joint. It's not even close, right? So off that alone, and just the raps, I'm giving those projects the nod over this new one. This new album really didn't have a theme to me. It just seemed like it just seemed like music that they put together that was pretty good. Like the music, musicality of it was pretty good, but it didn't really have a concept. So that's where I actually give I, that's where I, I give the knock. No, I mean there was I get no concept you. to me. I get you, but even from a musically from a music standpoint, like we we forget that DMX had songs like How's It Going Down? How's it going down musically? is a fantastic song aside from the raps that he was able to put on it you know we talk about that's a song i was talking i said no i know i know i'm talking about the album i'm talking about that album as dark as hell is hot had songs like how's it going down it had songs like damien that conceptually speaking from a musical standpoint was better than everything like from a musical standpoint, like yes, Damien, yes, concept, concept speaking. standpoint, no, no, no. not, not musical. There's standpoint. a difference. There's a difference. I get what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So there's I a think, major difference. You're so conflating the two. Here's where we're. Here's no, I'm not. Here's where we're. I think here's where I will. I will say I agree. In terms of emotional music, in terms of music with more heartfelt themes, yes, like. This new album has more heartfelt music, has more soulful music, has more elements of complex melodies. Okay. But like when you're talking about songs like Damien, (laughs) it's just as impressive musically because like he's coming from certain angles musically. Like Damien, just Damien alone, like with Marilyn Manson, that is, that's music too. That's impressive music too. That's structurally p- 
put together music look, that is impressive. Look, like, nobody's. I think you're 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 putting words in my mouth. I didn't say it wasn't impressive. None of that. I'm saying the collection of music to me. If I'm just looking at the collection of songs that make up this new album versus some of the other ones he's put out, I'm saying that this is towards the top musically, like just all around everything that you just highlighted that you said you agree with me on, but you disagree. All of that stuff goes into why, what the point I'm making, like it's all there. I'm saying, I'm saying, yeah, I mean, it's musically. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree. It's, it's, uh, but it's nowhere near his first two or three albums. I don't think it's nowhere near. I think it's in terms other of two impact. Three, in terms of impact, musically, musically. talking mu- I from a music I, 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 standpoint. I disagree. I disagree. Okay, all right. We I disagree. Can, we agree to disagree. You're, you're you're wrong for that. We agree to disagree. Like <laughs> you, musically standpoint from from a music. Just be you know. I think here's a problem. Okay. I have I have a problem with people with, okay. with that that put on by a the pedestal. Way, by, by, Not the, by the way, by, by uh-huh. the way. Let's 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 try to wrap it up a bit and then move we'll on to the I'll next topic. Well, I, I want to I want to hear this. A, I, like, just because you got an R and B singer that's being soulful singing on a song, mm. doesn't make it. Oh my gosh, this is something that's super duper musically great. Like blah 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 blah. Like, for instance, something like "Happy" right by Pharrell. We talked about that earlier. "Happy" mm. is nowhere near the same. Uh, level of soulful as some of these other songs, but if you just pay attention to the structure of the song, you pay attention to the the the, the intricacies that go into the, the 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 beat, how he sends certain things, just all of that matter in terms of the quality of music. It's not just because because yeah, I'm hearing the song with Felicia Keys. Yeah, I'm hearing the song with Usher. Yeah, it's soulful. Yeah, it's powerful, but. At the end of the day, I compare that to slipping. I compare it's it doesn't they're like the same. Like just because somebody's an R and B singer on a rap song, it doesn't make it more musical to me. I don't. I don't like. I think. I think if 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 what you just heard me say was, I'm that, not saying you say that. <laughs> then I'm not you saying missed, you, you missed I'm what not I just saying, said. I mean, I, I think that's what people run with. Like that's not people, what I'm saying. That's not what okay. I am saying. Right. I, that is not what I said. That is not what my position. That's not where I stand. I'm talking about. By the way, I don't want to. I don't want to keep going back and forth. The point is, we can actually take this debate offline. We can take it to social media. We can take it wherever else, wherever else we want to go. Just not here. I think we should move on. Honestly, that's true. That's a good. Point. I think we should right, move on. Let's move on. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, next topic, which I don't have the order, so I'm just gonna pick a topic out of. Hey the man, Drake. We have. Drake. Drake, brother. Drake. 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 Let's talk about Drake. I, I'm always down to talk about Drake. Aren't you? Um, Why not? Drizzy man? Drake Rogers, aka Champagne Poppy, aka what else can do they call him? What was his old nickname? Drizzy Drake Rogers. Drizzy Drake Rogers. What else can we call him? Uh, Yo, only the day ones know that name. Um, Aubrey. Aubrey. Uh, young Angel. Young Lion. <laughs> young Angel. Young, young Six God. Uh, Six God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, six guy. Yeah. So whatever the hell you want to call him, uh, he was actually giving wait, hold on. Wait, sorry. What was that show he was on again? I forget. What was the show Degrassi. he was on? Degrassi. Degrassi. Well, wasn't his name Jimmy in that show? Jimmy, it was Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, that was another it's like nah. I don't Jimmy. nobody calls him that. I never watched Degrassi, by the way. That was wasn't not, it that was, wheelchair Jimmy. I never yeah, watched that. It, was, that was never a show say, I was on. People always say how good it was. I was a saved by the bell guy, so um 
But uh, yeah, so apparently your boy, uh, Drizzy Drake Rogers, won an award for Billboard Artist Decade of the Year. Sorry, I said Decade of the Year. <laughs> Artists of the day. <laughs> yo, man. Drake was yo, Drake. Yo, act like, yo, come on, act like you've done this before, man. Act like you've done this before, bro. Come on, man. Drake, Drake was called. <laughs> they named him Artist of the Decade. So I agree with that, by the way. I think he is Artist of the Decade. Do you agree with him getting this? Oh, of course, of course. It's not even. Well, it's, it's not an of course. No, it is. A, it course. is of course. And don't okay. you dare. I just like play devil's advocate. You have nobody to even put in the conversation to legitimately uh, uh, overthrow. Are you kidding him. me? Who? Who? Beyonce drops some over, stuff over Drake. Beyonce drops some stuff over Drake. Adele. Uh, Adele. Uh, who else do we got? Who else do we got? Artist of the decade, Kanye. We're talking 10 years, brother. Drake was I'm with you. I'm with you. So we're talking okay. So let's define it. So we're talking about uh I'm assuming they went from 20 uh 2010 or 2011 to now, right? I'm assuming. Yeah, let's just go with that. Kanye dropped uh My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Yes, he did. I think believe 2010. Yeah. And followed by eight or eight break. No, that was before. Is that oh eight? Okay. No, yeah, that was before, right after that. I believe it was Jesus. He dropped all them other ones. Jesus, Jesus, uh, Life of Pablo, Life of Pablo. Yay! So, Kanye's no. a little. Kanye's he's a not. He's not in this combo. Kanye's a little. Beyonce dropped Lemonade. Beyonce dropped self-titled Beyonce Lemonade. I I can argue with you. Lemonade is is a top five album of all time. But I I can argue with you. What? But she dropped Lemonade. Don't argue lemonade. that. I can don't argue don't, you. don't argue lemonade that. It's a top five album of all. You time. ain't going. I'm, matter of fact, I'm again. not. I'm not arguing with you on that. That's just wrong. As that is a great, fantastic album of I, all I, it, time. Of all time. It goes like this for me. That and beautiful dark twisted fantasy. They're like they they neck and neck. Those are two, I think, undeniable a albums. You you just don't like women artists. So it's just it, it's you you, know, you, you, you always you see these, you see these, you see these fucking narratives. <laughs> Why? Why would you? The minute somebody disagrees, you create a narrative that's well, incorrect. Because you're the only one that said it's ridiculous that that Lemonade was 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 not an A. That's I an didn't A say album. That. That's not what I said. Okay, you see, right. you see what I'm saying? Again, putting words in my mouth. I never said that. <laughs> I said it's not a top five album of all time. What the freak? Like, my, it's a, I, I said it's arguable. It's arguable. Listen, Lemonade it's was arguable. definitely an A. Lemonade was an A. Are you kidding? A plus? Are you Thank freaking you. kidding me? Okay, so throw, it that, a, a throw, throw the throw the freaking documentary along. That joint is an A plus, bro. Are you kidding hey, the, me? The documentary was not no damn A plus. Even though that the, the, the you mean yes, the game, was. the game. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm just, no, no, no. I'm I'm tripping off the truly. Now nah, you um, wildin'. You but uh, super so wildin'. Drake, Drake. Uh, so do you agree with that? That Drake, artist of the decade. Uh, yes, easily. I think I think uh I don't believe there's anybody else that's more fitting than Drake to win that type of award. And you know, like I think everybody has kind of already known this, but you know, it goes without saying that Drake is Drake is a pop star, bro. Drake has been a pop star since like damn near day one. 
Back, this is back when he was doing the, the little thing with his hands, like, eh, 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 uh, eh, uh, 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 no, like I think he, I think he was a pop star since then. I'm talking about like even one of his first, uh, first singles off that, uh, that first album, uh, the one that Kanye produced, "Find Your Love." That's what it was. Uh, that's what it was called. Even, even attempts at music like that, like to me, I, you could just see early on that Drake was really going for a more global. Look, I mean, we've seen him make songs in damn near every genre at this point. I think in, in, in beyond the diversity musically that Drake brings to the table, the singing, the rapping, one of the other things that, you know, is fitting is the fact that Billboard in particular was the one giving out this award, right? Billboard is the people who only care about numbers. And uh, Drake, I believe he has more number ones than the Beatles. Did he not say that in a few of his songs? Like, so you mean to tell me the Beatles, yo, the Beatles might be white people's version of Michael Jackson. I know that's a group, but like the way, the way white, older white people talk about the Beatles, bro, like it's different. You ever seen Skip Bayless talk about the Beatles? Bruh, he be sweating like, a, <laughs> oh my God, Paul McCartney. Oh my God, uh, they're the greatest, greatest. I'm like, dude, that might be the way people talk about Drake, how the way people are going to be talking about Drake and, 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 and some of these other people that have that've come later on down the line but i think absolutely drake is 100 without a doubt to me the, i think the uh, artist of the decade and i and i would be very curious as to who would even be in the in the running you, i know we we you threw a couple names out there you said beyonce you said adele i'm not sure how serious you were about um either one of those uh, i know you said kanye but realistically speaking I, I i didn't watch billboard awards so i don't really who else was even nominated do you know I can look this up right now, but I don't, I don't even know. An, I don't think it was a nomination. I think it's, it's just kind of like a lifetime achievement type thing. Ah, uh, they just uh, gave it to him. So they, okay, they okay. are, we already knew going in, but I'm going to, um, I don't but, know. But even, you, but, you know? but even in be, be, behind the scenes, right. Before they gave him the award, right. Even if it wasn't a nomination type deal, I'm assuming that there were other people that they considered, maybe not strongly, but I'm assuming there's some other people that were that were maybe discussed. I'm curious as to know like who else was even discussed. But go ahead, I'm done. Drake is 100% without a doubt the out artist of the decade. And uh, shout out to Drake, man. That's a, that's an accomplishment that um, not even Pusha T can take away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I wanna I wanna talk about, you know, they say men men lie, women lie, numbers don't lie, right? So, uh, well, before I say that, before I give you some numbers. I'll say I agree, and um, I don't think it's close. And I'll tell you why I agree, but I'm going to give you some numbers real quick. So Drake's career started essentially like it, it took off essentially like around 2008, 2009. I, I am yeah. actually one of the few people that remember Replacement Girl with Trey oh, Songs. Yeah. Remember we talked about it? When everybody, Bro. Th me and this guy have known each other for so long. Yeah, I, we used to come. I used to come to his house. He used to come to my house, and sometimes, and majority of the time, all we did was listen to music, watch music videos, things like that, and just comment on that stuff. Or and after playing basketball and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I remember Replacement Girl, Drake, Trey Songs, and I. I at the time, Trey Songs was actually bigger than him, and it was like Trey Songs was doing a favor for Drake. Remember Drake and Trey Songs had that like buddy buddy relationship. People forget about that. No, like it was cool. Apparently, cool. apparently they no and, longer cool, but who knows? And I remember 
Remember, remember that. Remember, by the way, remember that interview where Drake was giggling. He said, "They said, who do you talk to on the phone?" He was like, uh, "I talk to this person <laughs> and Trey songs." <laughs> remember that? Yeah, remember I, that do. I do, bro. I really do. Yo, I wish he was doing could, stuff like that back then. I wish we could just insert that clip into and the Trey, episode and, right now. I think man. even Trey songs commented, right? Trey songs was like, "Hey, nah, dog." <laughs> like, but anyway, um. Yo, we don't talk about how weird, how much of a weirdo Drake he was. was at one point. He, he was, was kind of weird. Man. He, he was, was a weirdo, man. He was a weirdo. Weird. He was a weirdo. Drake, he Drake, was, he was kind of weird. Drake, Drake filled out, man. He, he, he definitely. He was kind of weird. That beard gives you power, for sure. But go ahead. But bro. um, essentially, what I was gonna say was at that time of replacement girl, I, I did not think this guy had a future at all. I didn't think he had the look. I didn't think he had the style, the swagger. Um, but since then, which is around 2008, 2009, essentially a decade, he has five studio albums, 84 music videos, four EPs, 139 singles, seven mixtapes, three collaboration, uh, compilation albums, three promotional singles. His first album, Thank Me Later, went number one in Canada, number one in the U.S. Second album, Take Care, number one in U.S., number one in Canada. Third album, nothing was the same. Number one in U.S., number one in Canada. Fourth album, Fuse, number one in Canada, number one in U.S. Fifth album, Scorpion, number one in Canada, number one in U.S. Do we think Certified Lover Boy is going to be number one when it drops? Of course, it's going to be number one when it drops. Drake has been number one in two countries because people forget he's Canadian. He well, has dominated essentially two countries. Yeah. But but I want to I want I want to say like I know you highlight you're highlighting specifically America and Canada, but let's be very clear: Drake is going number one consistently in in a lot of other countries. Let's be very very clear. I see that uh, views went number one in Australia. Uh, Views went number one in Ireland. You know, number two in number two in France, Uh, but. Even with all that being said, I what I'm the most impressed about is his level of clout, how he was able to keep his clout for so long. Like mm-hmm. he is the the epitome of adjustment. Like when he first came out with replacement girl, he adjusted his sound, his style, and um he ran with a heartbreak style. He became a killer rapper when you needed him to. And it just seems like he always knew how to say something cool. Like always, True. right? Is Drake is just cool. Like he, like when he raps, he just always knows how to say something cool. Like to me, that's really hard to keep up with. So it's a knack. Um, he, got, he has a knack. He has a knack for. He has for a knack for just for words. And I, I he think, does. um, his influence on in the hip hop game is very similar to Steph Curry's influence in the basketball game. Where I don't think the hip hop game will ever be the same because of Drake. We are in a melodic era because of Drake. So I think he is definitely uh, deserving of this Billboard uh, award, but you know, I still think couldn't, that Adele couldn't Adele agree. Could have to. Yo, Adele or was Katie, not Katy Perry. Uh, Adele couldn't shine Drake's shoes in, in the in in the Artist of the Decade hey, award. You know Knock they could have gave it to you know they could have gave it to Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift came out this decade, didn't she? This past decade, I think she she would have been nominee. She did, uh, she did. Could she should have gave it to should have gave it to little baby. What about 40, 42 Doug? Forty two Doug, and maybe next decade. 
Bro, some of these dudes got to be artists of the year first. You can't give them artists a decade and they're not even dominating the year for it. Maybe Lil Baby. We could talk about him. Maybe. The 42 dog, though. Come on, bro. Actually, let's let's go back even more. He got he got to get artist of the month. How about that? <laughs> win win artist of the month, and love, then we can hey, have I a convo. Forty two Doug is dope, man. I like. No, nah, I like. Doug. I rock with Forty Two Doug. He's, he's cool. He seems cool. I, I mean, I got. I like a couple songs from him as well. We shall see what he ends up ends up doing. But no, one thousand percent. I think Drake deserves it. Um, curious to to know if there's anybody who disagrees. Like that's what I want to know. Yeah. Like str- I mean, strongly disagree. Like, come on. And I'm going to say that would make for a great combo. And I'm going to give you a hot take that's not too hot. He will not win decade of the uh, artist of the decade this next decade. Of course but not. That's not that's that's not a hot take. I think that should be obvious, bro. That's um, a low. T- that's a, that's a cold take. <laughs> <laughs> that's a cold take, man. <laughs> next topic. Oh my bad, bro. <laughs> next topic we have to talk about is. Have collab projects become gimmicky? You know, I say that because uh, recently, uh, not even recently, um, I think th- this week, Lil Baby and uh, uh, Lil Dirk put out their release date for their upcoming uh, joint project called, I think it's called The Voice. Ver- Do you remember the name, Q? What is that joint called? Uh, the Voice. It's some weird, some weird uh, name, man. Yeah. It's not the voice of the streets, right? No, it's not. Uh, it's, I don't know. While you find it, basically, they're putting out a, a project, uh, I think, within the next week or so. I don't know when you guys are going to be hearing this, but they're def- that's definitely on the way. But um, we've seen a bunch of collab albums come out over the last couple of years. You know, Future linked up with Juice World, you know, before they before uh, Juice World obviously passed called... Uh, World on Drugs. Future also linked up with Lil Uzi for, a, a, a you know, a full-length collab project futures matter of fact speaking of future and drake before he linked up with drake before and it's like i think the real combo to me is or the question rather is are we even asking for this as as music listeners is this something that we need do we really need these collabs are the fans even asking for this are these artists just looking at this as an opportunity to make some make some money and capitalize off the moment that they have you know uh you know, Q, I want to I want to get your thoughts on this. I know you're not really anticipate offline. We talked about it, you're not really anticipating the little Dirk and uh, little baby album like that, which I understand. But like, what are your thoughts, man? What are your thoughts um, on just the landscape of collab projects? By the way, it's called Voice of Heroes. Um, there you go. Yep, Voice of Heroes. Uh, so. I like I like collab projects when they are done by like a big artist and then maybe like an artist on the come up. Like I, I really thought that when uh Lil Uzi Vert, remember Lil Uzi Vert had a collab project with Future? Yeah. Um uh not this most recent one. They actually they they did collab mixtapes before this most recent one. Um they had mixtapes that it didn't they didn't come out like on like Spotify and stuff, but they were like on Dat Piff and stuff like that. But I thought that was pretty dope because it was like future is the big dog and Lil Verse the person on the come up. And it's like you get to hear these two different generations like mix their sounds together. I really like when collabs are like that, or even like future and juice world. 
when that came out, Juice World wasn't this mega pop star when it came out. He was still kind of on the come up. So it was dope hearing like Future have him under his like tutelage. And I thought that was dope. Even Future and Young Thug. I, I, I'm finding out that I just like Future's collabs. I think those are really good collabs because once again, Young Thug was on the come up. Um, I do feel like, you know, when two people are at the top of their games, like Lil Durk and Lil Baby are, the expectations get risen so high that I, I just, it's rare that we, it's ever going to meet the expectations that we want from it. So that's why when you ask me, am I excited about it? I said, not really, because, you know, I just don't think that they will ever meet the expectations I would have for that project. Um, but I mean, it's, it's cool. This is something that's buzzworthy for sure, but, but um, not really. But and then when when you mix two styles together like Drake and Future, I think that's pretty dope too. Um, but yeah, I mean, collabs were really big last two years ago. Remember when everybody was doing it? Um, and in that wave when everybody was doing it, there was not many that stood out to me. I'm just gonna be real with you. What stood out to me more was artists collabing with producers that gets me excited i actually get more excited about that like if i hear a future and metro booming collab that gets me i'm hyped but in terms of two artists it's just too hard to see if their styles will mesh it's just too hard to see if they'll be on the same in the same pocket it, it's hard to see it ever yeah. meeting expectations you know what i mean no i'm with you I'm with you on that. I, I, yo, that's actually a really good point, man. I do get excited about the producer-artist collab. Um, the only one that, to me, was an absolute dud. Like, I'm talking about, I keep that joint, was the Big Sean Big Metro Sean, project. I knew keep, I was about to finish bro, your sentence. Bro, keep it, I man. It. I, I said it. it. I said it when it dropped. I've been saying it over the years. I stand by it. That, to me, was not, that wasn't well put together. It just didn't mesh. I don't believe Big Sean's style, while he dropped songs like Bounce Back, you know, on different projects, which had a different trap element to them. I didn't think that he was fit for that lane. And um, it showed over time. But whatever. I'm with you on that, though. That producer-artist collab, I'm with that. I'm all for that. But the artist-artist one, to me, I I feel like they're just kind of getting... They're, they're losing value. They're, they're losing value. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, you know, when we start to see things happen too often, it almost, to me, makes it seem, it, it becomes cliche, it becomes expected. I miss the days where, like, things were unexpected. Like, back in the day, Jay-Z putting out a, a whole album with R. Kelly. Now, I know people oh, are jacking. really I know, I, I know people not, like, that was popular. Not, people are not talking about R. Kelly, rightfully so. He's nasty. He's a nasty individual. But, when they linked up, that was a moment. And I think that's what's happening. That's what should be happening. These types of collabs should be moments. I don't care if the project is good or not, but the fact that these two big-time artists are coming together, it should mean something. And I think because it's happening too much, it's just losing its, it's, losing its, but it its was, flair. But it was, once again, like I kind of proven to my point, it mm -hmm. was what made Best of Both Worlds so tight was literally what it was. Best of Both Worlds. It was... R. Kelly's R&B world merging with Jay-Z's like gutter, like mafioso rap world. And the mix was just dope to listen to, you yeah. know? 
Um, I think that we can't put Lil Durk and Lil Baby. They kind of do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of like putting a team with Steph Curry and Trey Young on the same team. Like, and we get excited about it. Uh, they do kind of the same thing. But if you were to put Steph Curry and LeBron, who kind of do two different things, like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, this is dope. Like, yeah, that to me is what's missing. Like, we got to get people more of the, we got to get more of the, the more dynamic collaborations. Like, let's see something like Lil Baby merging with The Weeknd to do an album or something. Like, uh, Lil Dirk merging his style with, like, Nas. Like, that would be dope. But uh, yeah, I you don't know, get excited about little baby, little Dirk, honestly. I, I kind of do, but not really. I'm be honest with you. But but what I will say this, um, and then we can kind of move on. The um, you know, J Cole and and Kendrick had teased for years that they were putting out a, a collab project, and and I don't even know if actually I might be wrong, I might be incorrect in that, but like I don't even think they were the ones who said it, but more so the fans were fucking screaming for it. To mm-hmm. me, I miss the days where like the fans drove what what happened from an artist standpoint. To me, it just seems like these these artists are just being like, whether anybody's asking for it or not, hey, uh, you trying to make a project together? We're going to make some money. All right, cool. Bet. Let's do it. It's like, nigga, we didn't ask for this shit. Exactly. We didn't ask for it. No, nobody asked for this. Why, why are you giving this to us? But whatever. I mean, you know? uh, I mean, shout out though, like, Shout out Jay Z and Beyonce did one that which I thought was pretty dope. Um, but you know oh, what's yeah, funny? Was part, part out of was pretty decent. Out of all the most anticipated ones that actually came out, mm-hmm. the one that never came out, still to this day, we've been waiting on it for 15, 16, 17 years. Joel Santana and Lil Wayne. Oh, they were boy. teasing see, you see a what I'm collaboration saying? You see? project. You see what I'm for saying? 15 years. No, no, no. Ooh. But not only were they teasing, bro, we all wanted it. Are you kidding we me? All, it was like, bro, come we together. Were, we were like, yo, we were like, oh, dog, Jewels and, and, and Wayne? Oh, let's get it. Never dropped. Matter of fact, no, no, no. They did put it out. I, it was like 15 like two, years late. Like two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, Yo, they man. put that joint. Yo, they released it on like freaking on like what are these file sharing they they released it on dropbox.com like it wasn't even <laughs> on like that joint wasn't even on was no that, like streaming yeah, service that nothing was, was, let me tell you something Juel Santana's career was fumbled mm. Who, I mean he had so much potential and I just feel like I don't know what happened but mm. anyway oh, it's a different story that's a that's a whole nother story a whole nother deep dive for a different day bro God, but you're right was it was dis- disappointing rappers. disappointing man Jarrell santana should have been one of Dude, the best rappers of all time remember oh my remember the topic we talked about on this show where we said who what artist didn't live up to expectations Joel should have been number oh, yeah, one Jarrell santana we didn't Jarrell even santana. mention him Jarrell santana man. man like he was i listened to his second album what the game's been missing like more than any other album I've ever listened to in my life. Like I've had that on replay. He was so tight. Like, I don't know. No, you're right. Know. You're right. You're 100% right, man. Hey, let's move on though, man. We want to know what you guys think. You know, do you, are you tired of collab projects? Is it, is it something that you, you still anticipate? Do you want collab projects? Matter of fact, who do you want? Since we talked about the fans, creating the buzz for the artist 
who do y'all want a collab project from? That's really where we should start. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let us know on uh let us know in the comments on social media. Let us know on YouTube in the comments section. Let's keep it moving to the last topic. Q, if you'd like to kick yes. this off. Yes, sir. Uh actually, Q tell me because I don't have it. Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh yeah, man. So this is uh artists and so basically <clears throat> artists. Artists, rather, I should say rappers. That's probably the, the more accurate term. Rappers typically are not considered songwriters. And oh, so we yeah. wanted to that break topic. that down for you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah. I didn't have it written down. I had arthritis. Oh, I mean, artist was written down. <laughs> arthritis. Beef. I had beef written down. Drake. I had my Chipotle order. Black beans. Uh, I didn't have a, this, hey, this. This one you're talking about. Hey, while you're at it, go go get me some Nigerian jollof rice, not the Ghanaian one, but you know the no, Nigerian jollof rice, okay. please. I don't support. I, I don't support. I don't support people that like Nigerian jollof. Get out! <laughs> Leave! I'm sick of you, dog. I love Ghanaian jollof. Is just so good, man. It's greasier. It's the just, oil, just, oh, it's just so good, man. I want some Guardian Jell off right now, man. It's, it's cool, but it's not man, better. It's, but yeah, I, I give it an A plus. It's not, it's not tough. It won't win uh Artist of the Decade Award, would it? Of course it would. It would win artists of every single decade I was alive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but no, last last topic though. Uh, like I said before, typically rappers are not considered songwriters and i and i think it's a it's a very interesting dilemma and um you know I, I i thought about this topic just because i was listening to the j cole the newest j cole project and um you know he had a couple songs on there that just made me say damn you know like when when rappers storytell it's different like it's it's a it's a different ball game like i really feel like it you know he had that one song called close Right where he's is that the one you talk about? Puff Daddy slapped him. No, nah, that no, nah, that one's um, <laughs> that's a different, that's a different one. That's a different one. <laughs> and by the way, he didn't even say he never even actually said Puff Daddy slapped him. He just said uh, my, he said my, my last, last scrap, my last scuffle or whatever, whatever. He yeah. was with Puff Daddy. I looked up to him. I, I later to his, on, uh, cold. Later, later on, we found out that Puff Daddy went ballistic. That Kendrick called himself the King of New York. <laughs> Puff Daddy, you know, everybody wants to clown Puff Daddy. Puff Daddy has been in a, a couple brouhaha's in his life, dog. Like Puff Daddy might be about that life. Look, man, you know, we, we ain't here. Yeah, first thing that first thing we ain't so, even we ain't even here to talk about. Are we going? Yo, listen, we gonna talk uh, about this topic or are we just gonna hold digress? Hold on, hold on. One, one more joke. We can quick. we can digress. It's cool. Right, wait, wait, one more joke, real quick. <laughs> so when he said that, I was just thinking of like I'm not thinking like of oh J Cole and him were squaring up. I'm thinking of like one of them fights where just like, hey man, hey, you, you get off me, hey man, get off me like that. Hey, 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 hey. Like a like a tussle, like a, a scuffle. A, it was a, a scuffle. struggle. Like, hey man, get off me. Hey, no, 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 no. Like the Ray J versus Fabulous. No, no, That's no. What I'm hey, hey, better word, better word. It was a skirmish. <laughs> hey yo, hey, why are there all these freaking words for for fights? There, let's name them all. You got scuffle. <laughs> You got tussle. You, tussle. you got tussle. <laughs> you got a uh, 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 altercation. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got a you got a bar fight. <laughs> what is that? Got, wait, wait. What did Jay Cole say? Jay Cole says a scrap. Okay, a scrap. <laughs> a scrap. 
a brew ha ha. Yo, nobody says that. Stop. Why you keep saying that? <laughs> <laughs> brew ha ha. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you can't. Yo, I said that people say, not that you made up for this shit. Nobody says fucking brew ha ha. <laughs> you never heard of brew ha ha? I got to a brew ha ha. Never heard that shit. Never. Oh, okay. Who says All that? Right. A ha Yeah, I've heard of it. From who is what I'm asking. I, I've I've heard it on <laughs> those uh, night movies, like the the. Uh... <laughs> no, you watching too many pornos, man. Yo, they get <laughs> they getting in the brouhaha's on pornos. <laughs> oh man! Hey, you oh, know man. what, man? That's funny though. That's funny. You know though. what? You know what, but no, yeah, but, ser- but on the serious note, man, like J. Cole to me, I thought he he was telling some great stories on uh, on close and and just in general. I don't think I don't think rappers in general get uh, get enough credit for songwriting slash storytelling ability. I give you another name. It's funny because, uh, you know, somebody as violent and as uh, aggressive as King Von. Right. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I used to I heard this a lot about King Von was that he was a he was a really good storyteller. I don't know if you ever heard that, but I actually do believe that to be true. If you heard, if you hear some of his music, right? He had that one song, it, yeah. Crazy Story, uh, a couple of different joints. He's storytelling to me is not always about being this like complex Shakespearean tale where you're using, you know what I'm saying, onomatopoeia and all. No, no, no. Like sometimes it's just simply about telling a story from beginning to end. And I, I think that like more than often, and I don't mean for all rappers, but I think more than often rappers do not get acknowledgement for some of that stuff. You know, we talk oh, about we talk about Kendrick all the time about why Good Kid Mad City as, in particular is a really good project. But it's it's mainly to in my opinion it's mainly a good project because of how great the storytelling is on that entire project. Another person who does it at a high high level that no one discusses is Lupe to me. Lupe Lupe Lupe's Fiasco is one of the best great. storytellers that I've He's ever heard great, in my life. Great at storytelling. And honestly, great. in no in in no other genre other than hip hop, uh, I, I can't I could I could say, man, like I think that hip hop artists might be the best storytellers in music. I, I feel that way, man. I know I know this I know this country, there's there's some good blues stories and things in the in blues and country. I get it, but as far as the raw aspect of rap to me is poetry at its finest. Poetry to me is you telling a story to a degree. I think that rappers are basically the best storytellers. Oh, so that's in, what in it, music. That's, that's where we're going it, with the topic. That's that's where this is really. I going. thought you were saying like you know why is it when rappers like we say singer songwriter like when we describe an artist. But well, that's another rare thing. That, it's rare that we say rapper songwriter. You know why well, is it like we're so we're so um why is it we are so scared to say call them songwriters as opposed to a singer singer songwriter producer like, well, well well that was the initial angle that i wanted to go with, and that's still mm-hmm. in play i still believe that to be true like it's mm-hmm. weird to me that rappers are only called rappers it and almost seems like the only time you call a, a rapper a songwriter is if they ghost they, they're a ghostwriter for somebody yeah like, and well, even, why even is that that's, that case, that's strange even in that case, they still won't. Like, if and they you look still at won't. J. Cole's what, uh, Google profile or whatever you want to call it, it's not going to say rapper, songwriter. But, um, you know, you look at any singer, 90, and, and, and I, I know this because I'm ratings game music honcho. Put the eh, eh, eh. I'm ratings game music honcho. So, like, I see this when a lot of times they give me my Yo. press releases. 
they could be press releases of artists. Was that noise that you just made? Was that is that how a brouhaha is described in in as a sound effect? That's that's <laughs> warning you of a brouhaha. Hey, brouhaha going on. Brouhaha Bru- going on. And, <laughs> brouhaha going on on on, on Al fifteen. Brouhaha. <laughs> but um, yeah. But I mean, to go nah. back to to what you were saying about songwriting. I mean, absolutely. I think rappers are such good song song um not songwriters. Sorry, uh, storytellers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think that a lot of them tell the same stories. Like, it's funny. On Twitter the other day, which I have a very poor following on Twitter, but on Twitter the other day, I asked why do you, a question. Why do you have to remind the people your shit is so yeah, because bad? Because we're, we're more, I'm more popping than I am on social media. <laughs> I just want to tell people that. Like, fair enough, fair I enough. walk out sad on social media, but I'm not, I'm doing pretty well. But, all right, um, all right, all right. Remind the people. Uh, <laughs> One of the best storytelling songs I've heard was Dave East. Dave yep. East, uh, Keisha. Yeah. Keisha, what, what makes... I've only heard rappers do this. He was outlining every move that he was making. Like he was talking about, I went to the club. This is what I had in my stomach. I was tired. I didn't feel like doing this. I got to the crib. I laid my stuff down. Like, I don't... I haven't heard that from many other people um but you don't, I think you don't hear bigger, you, don't, you don't hear the intricacies in the storytelling the intricacies from, from other story genres yeah but my my i think the bigger question is why isn't storytelling and rap appreciated because some of our best storytellers i don't think are doing that well in terms of um popularity like oh, no, davies is a davies is a fantastic storyteller um uh nas is a fantastic storyteller uh, Lupe is a fantastic storyteller, but some of these guys are not getting the credit as great rappers. Um, I think Kendrick is really the only one that gets his just due. And you see when yeah. somebody is good at what they do and they storytell, how much they yep. put them on a pedestal. True. True. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't I don't really. One thing I will say is this. Uh, I think that. I think that. uh when you when you start when we start getting into the conversation about popularity, that's where I think this conversation goes left because what's popular is not always what is the most what's quality. Good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it, and I don't know. Like to me, I find that as an issue sometimes. Like mm-hmm. to me, how the hell is how the, like for example, right? Okay, we were just talking about Drake, our artist of the decade, right? There's somebody who might be like. Oh well, that's a Billboard award, and Drake had the best numbers over the last decade. But that doesn't mean he was the best artist. I'm just saying, whoever whoever would disagree with Drake being the best artist, even though I don't think it applies, I actually think Drake is the exception. Where Drake should be how we view things. To me, I actually believe Drake makes great music, and he gets the numbers to support the the quality of music that he puts out. Like I think he's a good example. But I think that we don't see enough of people like Drake getting acknowledged. To me, usually when somebody is popular nowadays, it's not it's not always because they're just the best. They're the most talented at this. They're the most talented at that. It's just, hey, they, they went viral off TikTok and uh, they got a following because people really like their lifestyle. Like well, it, it's sure. like it's like some random reason that has nothing to do with the music sometimes. Well, for sure. You know what I'm I saying? Mean- for sure. I mean, going back to the kind of the storytelling thing, though, it's kind of like, is it smart 
to be a storytelling rapper, if you really think about it, is it smart? Because once somebody heard the story one time, maybe once somebody heard the story two times, you're not going to want to replay the song, right? I'm playing devil's advocate. Like, I've heard Keisha's story. I can't listen to Keisha every day, but I can listen to One Dance by Drake every day. It's not a story. So, like, the best thing about Keisha is the fact that he's telling a story. Like, I can't sing along to that. I can't rap along to that. Like, maybe it's because it we heard the story already. We don't need to hear it again. Wait. So is it even think, smart? Wait, you don't do think that? that you don't think that <laughs> you don't think that one dance was a story? He said, Yo, I need one dance. I got the Hennessy in my hand. That's not no dance. Come on, he's telling a story. <laughs> It's a bad story. It's a bad story, but it's a story, though. I mean, he's not a bartender. Uh, bartender, you looking at me? That's a story, bro. It's just not a. It's not a. Great that's one. a situation. There's a okay. difference between a situation and a story. Nah, that, okay. All right, fine. fair enough. But um, no, I. But I, I really want to know what you guys think. You know, ultimately, it, it really don't matter. <laughs> I, I shouldn't say it doesn't matter what we think. What what I think we're highlighting though is facts. You can go look it up. Anytime you see a rapper being talked about, they never really they never use the songwriter title to label them ever. I'm talking about even for Kendrick. Yeah, they never say they never they just say rapper, rapper songwriter. They just say they rapper. Never say rapper songwriter. I, I I find that to be very very strange. As a matter of fact, I'm willing to bet this is. This is like a systemic issue. This is like borderline systemic racism. Here we go. Dog. Here I'm we bored. go. Yo, yeah. think about Uche it, man. X. Think the, about the, it, man. The man, the man doesn't want to give us credit for writing. You see, you, you see. Here, here we go now. Uh, every time it's like not. Nah, uh, like, oh, all you're doing is sounding like Kwame Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing about y'all black people. Y'all over here not supporting each other, acting stupid, talking about me. Kobe had 81. He said, he said, you see, you see there, sir? Look, hey, hey, sir, sir, stop trying to dox me. I don't even know what that means, but he keeps saying it. But the point is, no, no, no. Listen, not even trying to be woke. You know this? We're not going to act like there aren't systemic things that happen in the music industry. I'll I give, I give a perfect example. I'll give a perfect example the term urban, right? Like how historically that's really meant black. And you see what happened, how they dismantled that shit last year during the George Floyd thing, rightfully so. That's not a good word, bro. Like some words is not okay to be labeling an entire community. Like if 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 I make R&B music, but I'm black, stop putting me on urban radio just because I'm black. Like I make... R&B or pop music. Put me, judge me accordingly. I think that was the thing that Tyler, the creator, was highlighting. If you remember at the Grammys that one time, yeah, he was basically yeah, I mean, saying, it's, "It's true. Like just because I'm black, stop like putting me in a box." Like, and I think that's what they do more than often. To be honest with you, of course, even do. down to of the title of calling them rappers and not really giving them songwriter titles and stuff the like that. Rappers, rapper is uh, is one of the most trashed on titles for a profession. It's not taken seriously. You can put, if, if you were to put, or if you wanted a job at Norfolk Grumman and one of your occupations were, <laughs> I was a rapper, they would laugh at you. They would say, oh, you're a rapper. Oh, you're one of those type of people. If you put anything else, country singer, 
R&B, uh, dance, EDM, reggaeton, Latin, whatever. Oh, that's cool. That's nice. I'm a rapper. No. Doesn't matter if you rap about Christianity. Doesn't matter if you rap about saving the world. They just hear the word rapper and they automatically start judging you and looking down on you. And so mm, that's a problem. I got a question for you though. You're right. by the way, you're right, but I got a question before we get up out of here. You see the what you just said, I completely agree with, but like look at the opposite side of that. And then there's people like Lecrae and people who are Christian rappers who say, Stop calling me Christian rapper, just call me a rapper. Mm-hmm. It's like there's this, there's all these people trying to fit in on one side of the fence, right? Yeah. It's like it's never really one that's good enough, like. You got a Christian rapper who's like, stop calling me a Christian rapper. I'm a rapper who just happens to talk about God. Right? It's like, yeah, which sure. side which side of the fence are you on? But I think, no, nah, you're right, though. Uh, unfortunately, society, read... society doesn't really mm-hmm. respect rap, to be honest with you. I think it's time that we remove, because, I mean, how many people actually want to be called rappers these days? I think it's about time we just remove the word rapper. like Artist. Like, artist. Let's, just all, let's just call them artists, because I think rapper... Rapper is such a negative connotation attached to it that like you are going to be judged and 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 made decisions made for you that you didn't ask for just because of that title. Just is 100% what it is. agree. Hundred percent agree, man. Uh, I think I think we've reached the end of the show. No indie reviews this time around. Uh, we're gonna get you guys what? on the next. Yeah. No, Wait, so not this get, time. So do I get half a paycheck this this episode? You half get none, sir. Oh, no, okay. you get, uh, hey right. hey sir I'm sir. Suing. I'm gonna give you know what I give you instead of instead of some pay I give you some of mama's cooking. Yeah, you know, I get sprinkle some of mama's right. cooking. This is oh, this yeah. is why. See this is why. See see this is why I should have voted for Trump because Trump Wait, promised, Trump promised to give us money. He promised Jeez. to give the he promised to give people like myself money the, the brokies <laughs> um yeah yeah no indie bro. review you don't want to you don't want to say that over these airways bro I'm like please joking. you have I, to I stop hope these people hear my sarcasm i don't no, even want you no. to joke in yeah, that oh, manner otherwise oh, wise guys been canceled <laughs> <laughs> hey no wonder your twitter is garbage has, no one no wonder your twitter is garbage hey hey man that's true hey man Hey, my Twitter is not that far by far far ahead of yours. It's like maybe <laughs> I think I got like maybe four followers more, but that's about it. Uh, but no, we we about to get up out of here. We appreciate y'all for sticking sticking with us this long. If you know if you made it this far, please hit that subscribe button. Like we said, each and every two weeks, you can catch us uh, breaking down some some BS, you know, and yes, uh, getting sir. into brouhaha's and uh, yes, so on and so forth. Hey, check us out. Hey, check me out. Ratingsgamemusic.com. I do a lot of writing on there. Uh, check me out on Twitter, QDZ for CZ. I need followers, please. Uh, and then my, I think QDZ for CZ is my Instagram. Check me out on there. And uh, yeah, happy uh, happy June. Happy Memorial Day for, for people out there celebrating. Hey, don't know? age us, man. What the hell? What do you mean? They know when this want, is going to drop. I want people to know that like this was filmed the day that they saw it. Yeah, all right. Uh, on that note, I think uh, I think we're giving the people enough today. I you know, so. let's let's get up out of here, and uh, I'm going to enjoy some uh, some good old barbecue on Memorial Day. Yeah, you know, because it's Memorial Day, right? Today, right? Yeah, you know, Memorial, Memorial Day is is today, right? 
Memorial Day. It ain't no damn Memorial Day. <laughs> hey, as always, if you're giving advice, make sure that mother sucker is ill. Ew.